Hello, everyone. Welcome back to The Foxes and the Hound. This is Brother Dominic. I hope you enjoyed episode one. It was long. It was meandering. But we all had fun, right? We are back in episode two, and we are venturing into the wild and dangerous world of Catholic dating advice. And I am joined on this podcast with my two other hosts, Anna Mae and Anna Rizzo. How are y'all today? Excellent. And so I know this is a favorite topic for us all, the celibate and the two ladies. Um, And here we are talking about Catholic dating and advice for, in this episode, men. Um, And next episode, we'll talk about a little advice for women as well. But what did we want to start with? Was it conversation, right? Yes, I think that was conversation. Excellent. Relationship has to start with conversation. Um, Anime. How how do we begin? What? You mean you actually have to talk to a girl in order to date her? That's I know, lady. I know, I know, man. It's surprising, but it's true. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, introduce yourself. It's It doesn't seem like it should be that hard, um, but... You know, some guys have a little bit of trouble with it. And I understand that there are wounds there that some women can be kind of mean um, that, you know, you can you can get rejected before you even try. But look at that as a blessing, because if you're rejected before you even try, you haven't wasted your time. Like it wasn't it wasn't going to happen. She saved you time. It's actually even if she didn't mean it, it actually works out for you. Rejection might be God's providence. Is that what you're saying? Exactly. When God says exactly, no, yeah. When God closes the door, He opens the window. Oh, and the other thing is, yeah, you know, when I. The other thing is, don't come on too strong, because that's like, you know, you can't meet a girl and be like, yeah, you're my wife. Let's get married, because that's happened too. So you have to find the balance of, you know, making a move and being friendly and wanting to start a conversation but not jumping straight to marriage. I have been asked, I have been asked if I would like to discern marriage with someone who didn't even ask me out on a date. Same. Like that's (laughs) a problem, okay? Like there is a proper order to things. Asking, talking to a girl does not mean that you are necessarily going to ask her out on a date. And a girl being nice to you does not, mean that she's going to say yes to a date like she doesn't owe you anything for being nice or she doesn't owe you anything for being nice to her and she doesn't necessarily mean anything by being nice to you like that's kind of part of if if you want to be a man and you want to ask her out you kind of have to take that mantle onto yourself and I get that that is scary sometimes but that's just kind of you know, especially if you're looking for this like traditional relationship type of, of deal, that's kind of like the mantle that generally you have to carry on your own. Sometimes there are girls who will ask a guy out um, and some guys really like that. That's fine. That's, that's kind of a different thing. Um, but if you want to be the one, if you like a girl and you want to get to know her better, you, you kind of take that risk on yourself. You can't sit, uh, you can't watch her from afar and think, hmm, is she the one for me? I'm, I'm discerning marriage with her, even though we've never been out on a date. It doesn't work. Yeah. (laughs) I'm dating you mentally. Like I'm getting to know you, but I'm not actually getting to know you. you. 
Yeah. <laughs> See, and you yeah. might like, like you're only. You might think the religious doesn't have any like concept of this at this point, but like men do this with religious orders and priesthood all the time. They're dating the priesthood in their mind. They're discerning the priesthood, and they're just sitting over there at the coffee table, not doing a thing. Um, you got to begin the conversation, folks. Like that's where it starts. Otherwise, you can't enter into a relationship of even friendship, which is hopefully the foundation. But I mean, you can't sit over there in the corner and say you're you're discerning marriage. <laughs> Would you like to discern marriage with me? No, creeper, I don't. I want you to buy me a coffee and like be normal. <laughs> yeah. The worst pickup line ever. <laughs> And we begin with, hi, my name is. I'd love to yeah. get to know you. And What's your name? Don't corner a girl. That's the other thing. I don't know how many times I've been after mass standing there and a guy will like try and corner you to talk to you. That, to, to go up to the friend group, try and like incorporate yourself, get to know the guys too, because guess what? A girl likes to see that a guy can be, can have a relationship with other people. Like if you're just nice to me and talk to me, like that's cool, but it doesn't, I, I can only rely on my perception of you. I don't get to see how you interact with other people. And that's key. I mean, it's how, how we, like when we're entering into like an intentional conversation with someone, like, especially if we're talking like potentially dating, getting to know someone, we we go in with a certain intentionality so we're going to put our best face forward like we're going to put our best face forward best foot forward i think that's the phrase actually <laughs> i have many faces i will show you this one I mean, yeah. <laughs> right. um, but we try and present a good that's it present a good face so we'll present a good face put our best foot forward and and that's how we want to appear to them but when we're with our our friends our guy friends in particular for men it's we're our most authentic self hopefully and it's and a girl who sees that is like oh he's really he's like that all the time hopefully hopefully we're well integrated we're striving for virtue and so the face we put in front of her is one of goodness and virtue and that's who we are not a facade it, it is a yeah and it sh it should be a red flag for both sexes men and women that if the person you're interested in does not have any friends uh of the same gender uh that that's a red flag if men cannot communicate with other men and women cannot com communicate with other women that that should be that's not a deal breaker but it you should take note of that mm -hmm. and where does that come from because again like you mentioned earlier like there might be wounds there like, and we don't want to, and we don't want to sin because of the way sin has entered the world, our relationships and ourselves, we're broken in a lot of ways. And so like, we may have- But I think you, you have to be able to uh, interact with someone and have a relationship with someone where you're not necessarily getting anything out of it. Now, hopefully in a friendship, you are, there is a give and take, right? But it, it's not on the, you're not getting the same endorphins from your guy friends as you're getting from your girlfriend. Like, it's just, <laughs> you're just not, like, it, it's not the way just we're made, right? Like, so I, you need to be able to have that relationship where you're, you're not getting that same, necessarily that same ego boost that you're getting, um, 
it's a different, it's a different kind of give and take. It's a, it can be often a little more selfless than um, romantic relationships. Yeah, absolutely. And so I think just to kind of sum up this conversation portion, and we'll press forward into our next little bit is just man, you have to go up to her. You don't have to be weird. You don't have to assume marriage right away. But like, introduce yourself. Be a, be a nice, normal person. Like, be like, I know this is crazy. This is shocking stuff sometimes. Um, but the first step is to show you're, you're a, a well-integrated, normal human being. This is the same information. Like, when we're looking for seminarians, we're looking for priests, what do we look for? Well-integrated, normal men, you know? It's weird, but that's actually something that's really important. <laughs> Both for the church and for women. So just a thought. Um, but with that, once we've entered into conversation with someone, and let's say we've we've determined and like we're pretty sure they like us maybe and like we like them, but no one said anything. And so this brings us to making our intentions known. Anna Rizzo, what do you got for me? Just do it. Like, if you <laughs> like, if you like, <laughs> Nike, just do it. <laughs> like, if you like the girl or the, um, no, I'm going to say the girl here because I like the, you know, the guy makes all of those moves, you know, um, at least in my book. Make your intentions known. Like, if you want to date her, date her. Don't string her along. Don't have like an emo don't emotionally date her where you become like this, you know, like you're dating, but not actually dating. You know, you're becoming very close, but there's no label on it. Like commit, you know, don't, don't string her along. Don't, it's just, they tend to do that. And this is just from my experience here, but where they lead you on and you get super close to them and then they're like, oh, but I wasn't dating you. Like, hmm, you, you bought me a lot of food and coffee and we talked a lot and that like, <laughs> like that, that feels like a date to me. Like we spent a lot of time together, but hmm. I never said, I never said that word. No, and it's so, it's so cowardly. It's just like, you know, you got to man up because you can't, you know, with women, like we, we get attached very easily. And so you need to protect her heart. And how can you protect her heart if you're not willing to, you know, put your heart on the line too? Because if you're both, you know, in a relationship, but there's no label on it, like, it's just, it's not good. Yeah. And it just Love leads requires to vulnerability. Exactly. And I think women tend to do that where we open up more easily and and that, and then whereas men, they're so afraid of commitment and putting a label on things because it makes it official. And then they would have to do something about it, like officially date a girl, get engaged, get married. Like, you know, that's the end goal here is a healthy long-term relationship till death do you part kind of thing. Um, but yeah, so just commit. Like it's not, it's not that hard. And if, and if you don't see it going anywhere with the girl, then make it known. I mean, don't be a jerk and break her heart. Or like, I know some, some of my friends have been dumped before or after, right after their birthday. Like, that's not cool. Um, 
so maybe don't do that. But like, if you don't see it going anywhere, like you can put a stop to it. Don't ghost her. Just, you know, treat her like you would want to be treated. Like you don't want to be strung along. You don't want to be, you know, just ghosted out of the blue. So, you know, you got to make man up and make a decision one way or another, whether you want the relationship to continue or if there is even a relationship to begin with. So, yeah, mm-hmm. just do it. Well, and then the other thing is just because you put a label on it does not mean you have to go to the next label. Just exactly. because you start dating someone a does not mean okay. that you are necessarily, yeah, well, <laughs> Like, you're not necessarily going to get engaged to that person. Yes, right. like, in health, like, dating, discerning, that's you know, like, that is cool. dating with that intent, but. Yeah, but fight. it doesn't, the, the, yeah, the purpose of dating is to discern, this is where discernment happens when you're discerning with that specific person. You're, you've hopefully already discerned whether or not you personally should be married. Now you're discerning with this particular person. And that might not work out. It might be because of you. It might be because of her. Uh, but just because you start dating her and you give her the respect that she deserves by making it official does not mean that you are necessarily going to get engaged. Like, it doesn't mean you have to. Yes, it's a little bit hard to break someone's heart. It's a little bit hard to break up with someone. But you are you are respecting her more even if it might hurt a little bit more if that makes sense because you are acknowledging what is happening giving acknowledging that it's a good thing that is what what is happening because a lot of times in those situations where girls are put on the back burner it really messes with the girl's self-esteem because they feel like they aren't aren't good enough to date, aren't they don't the the boy doesn't want to publicly acknowledge her, and some boys do that intentionally. Um, yes. yeah. But we're assuming our listeners do not want to do that intentionally. We so that you know, this is <laughs> we believe in you. Um, so this is what you want to do, like. Yeah, and I think I mean I'm I'm bringing it in like from the religious perspective again. You don't think the celibate has advice? He does. Um, <laughs> but when, when a friar is in simple vows, like or is in the novitiate and is just you are discerning whether to make vows, but you're but at that point you're not discerning whether you're making vows for life. You're discerning temporary simple vows, and so it's always this degree of stages. With yes, I am. Like you discern with the intent of eventually becoming a solemnly professed till death do you part brother and then a deacon and then a priest, but you're not there yet. And so that's a final end. We have all of these like micro goals, micro ends in between that we have to get through. Labeling, defining the relationship does not mean you're putting a ring on it as Beyonce said. Um, (laughs) And so we don't, we're not there yet. Like we, we, you can't, you can't, you can't already be thinking about the finish line when you still have five miles left in the race. Yes. And, and that, and I think the important thing here is, um, because I think you mentioned it, Anna Rizzo, is just this, also this question of commitment. So this idea, like we, you have entered into conversation. Yay, you talked to a woman. Excellent. We love this. Good, Good job, guys. Normal person, Good job not in a weird way, we hope. 
Um, you showed her your true self, which is hopefully a virtuous, integrated person. Again, we're assuming the best in you. Um, and you have made your intentions known. I really like you. I'd love to get to know you more. Can we go out on a date? Call it a date. Call it a date. Call it for what it is. hanging out. No, like, oh, hey, yeah. let's hang out. Hang like, out okay, I hang out with my cat. You know, I hang out with my fish. <laughs> like, call it for what it is. Because, you know, you're not proposing to her, but you need to make your intentions clear. You've got to be like, okay, you know, I love getting to know you. I want to get to know you on a deeper level, a more intentional level to see if, you know, this could be a potentially lifelong relationship. And it doesn't, you don't have to be like, okay, you know, I have to marry you now. Like, that's not it at all. But you have to def like define the relationship, okay? You can't just leave her hanging and string her along for months because that is not fun. No, and that, and that shows a lack of a willingness to commit, which I think is one of the biggest problems we see in, society today but also in particular when it comes to romantic relationships yep um we are afraid of commitment especially i think because i mean this is a total i have no research to back this up so this is like just absolute like off the cuff take which are the best right um <laughs> but i think in part it's because we live in such a connected world like both through social media and globally that we always think that there's quote unquote, something better on its way or someone yeah. on their way. And so it becomes this matter of, well, if I commit, I close these other doors. And what if someone's about to walk through that one who I'm going to like so much better? Oh my gosh, you nailed it. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, the other thing is you could uh, marry right. someone you think. You yeah. <laughs> what if, what if you, uh, say get ordained and you meet the love of your life what happens she's you're not ordained you made that vows made vows she's, she's not, not the love of your life <laughs> yeah wow. exactly here's the thing you make you make that commitment for a reason because you are saying no matter what comes down the road I am choosing you I am choosing God I am choosing you know this person whatever it is no matter what feelings change, no matter how objectively beautiful, you know, the person who comes walking down the street is like, you have made a commitment to this person for a reason. So if you're in the mindset of, well, something better might come, come along later, you're probably not ready to be married at all. Yeah. Like, I mean, and at the end of the day, it's an act of the will, like our affections, our passions, like these are these help like motivate us. But if we let like, oh, I'm attracted to that woman, which means I must like be, I must, I must chase after her and not the person I'm dating or want to date. What are you doing? Like you're letting your passions dictate you. Like you're letting your affections dictate you rather than your will. And your will needs to be directed in a particular way. And so like when and, I, and I make vows, like if I'm, or whether that's, we're talking vows, like as a married person, or in my case, vows as a religious, and then ordination i mean i've i've made a decision of the will that is supposed to carry me through my life um it's now not like marriage <laughs> huh weird <laughs> but not like dating remember like take the yes. commitment for what it 
is in in that time frame. Like yes. I am committing to a date, which means I should take you out for coffee or dinner or whatever I think you would like, a movie, whatever. And generally, like, I'm committing to trying to to woo you for this time, for this space of time. I am committing to giving you my attention, right? Like, but that's it. I'm not committing to a second date by asking asking or accepting you out for a first date like take the commitments for what they are yeah and don't and don't put extra commitments on top of them before you're there like we can we can simply apply them or attach them and then it's like no just because we went on one date does not mean we're going on a second or a third or a fourth or getting married (laughs) side note i was actually asked out on three dates at once and that was that was a whole thing. Like, yeah. But <laughs> that's the hey, I know. You can't just drop that and then like, <laughs> and yeah, so no. <laughs> meaning, no, meaning he did what Brother Dominic just said. Like he asked me out for one date and then he followed it up with two more, like within the same week at the same time. Like I hadn't even gone out with him the first time where he was like, you want to do this and this? Like I should have saw that as a red flag. But anyways. <laughs> Just the one, just the one day. <laughs> I'm committing to the one and we'll see after that. But anyways, um, the other thing is you got to woo the girl. Like, you have, like, if you want to, you know, get a girl to go out with you or to date a girl, like, I feel like in this day and age, like there's so little effort put into pursuing a girl now. It's just like, oh, you know, it's almost more like uh, girls have to pursue the guy. Oh. Then the guys are doing the girl. Like, there's no excuse. Like there's And no I'm excuse. sorry. Flowers. Send her flowers. Hey, I'm a florist. You know, I know all about that. But like go out and woo her. Like you're not just gonna get a girl by staring at her from, you know, the other side of the room. That's just creepy. But you know, you gotta you gotta put a little effort into it. Mm-hmm. And I'm a simple girl. I will settle for a guy who is willing to drive on the first date. You yes. know how many times I have, it, it's been like, hey, do you want to go out a, on a date? Yeah, sure. I'll go on a date with you. Okay. What do you want to do? Where do you want to go? You want to drive us? Like, the, I, I have been in situations where guys will make the first move, which is like, wonderful. Thank, thank you. Thank you for asking me out. Yeah, Don't yeah. then expect me to plan the date. And I know some guys come into it well with the mindset like, well, I wanted, I want to make sure she has fun. So I want to do something that she wants to do. So I'm just going to ask her where she wants to eat, what she wants to do. But whatever. that can be an excuse not to commit. Like that, again, that can be an excuse yeah. to like, not really like, to show yourself, like to plan a date is a moment of vulnerability. Like. You got to do it. See, this is the thing. It's like, you have to, this is why it's important to be friends with her first. You kind of like have an idea of what she's like and what she likes, because then it's on demand, like to plan the date, you know, you got to plan it. I, well, you should even pick her up for it too. Oh, um, okay. You know, bring flowers, like put some effort into it. Doesn't mean you have to plan every date, but like, if you want a relationship with her, the first couple dates are on you. And then after that, like when you've made it official, then she can, you know, chime in on like, hey, let's go see this movie or, you know, let's go do this or whatever. But it should be on the man to pursue and to do the planning of the dates and all of that. Just because it shows that you put effort into it and that's not, you're not just wasting her time. Mm-hmm. 
the one pushback to um, being friends first that I will give is that can also be an excuse not to commit. Oh, that's we're, true. We're just Absolutely. friends. Like just friends. I, I feel like, you know, that's that's really good in your late teens, early 20s. When you start to get into like your mid 20s, the whole More just serious. friends troop bit. It gets, it, it gets a little old because it's like, okay, if you've discerned marriage at this point and you want to get married, like you, you hopefully have enough friends in your mid twenties. Like you're not necessarily just like, you want to be my friend and you want to be my, like, you're not just out there like gathering in the friends, like friendships are good. Like right. friendships are wonderful. But I do think uh, the older you get, the more, if you are, if you are, you shouldn't make a friendship with someone thinking, well, maybe I'll start dating them too. Like, and when I say friends, I mean more of like, get to know her a little bit before you jump into, you know, relationship. Because you don't want to waste her time and you don't want to waste your time. And just getting to know people in general is a good way of, you know, you have a good and thing we to go off have those conversations yeah yeah the friends in this case in like the best sense of like friends who, who we are with like out of virtue and out of the sheer luck like of their company like we're not we're not setting out to get anything in particular from our friends we're yes enjoying our friends like as people and as and as subjects in their own right um and i wanted to br- just briefly mention in terms of commitment gentlemen and this goes for everyone and in every vocation, but if we commit to something, the Lord gives us the grace to make it fruitful if it is a good thing. When it comes to marriage, the Lord gives us the grace to make it work if we're willing to accept it. When it comes to ordination and vows, God gives us the grace to make it fruitful if we accept it. And so like this fear of commitment, maybe it's a fear of closing a door, but maybe it's a fear of like, doing it poorly because maybe we saw it done poorly in our own family because of a wound or something. Um, we saw, we saw a failure of commitment or people who should were really very, very difficult with, for each other. And so we need to recognize that it's God can give us the grace to, to make something good and to make it fruitful. And I, I just want to end this episode on, on men with a brief reflection. Um, and then next episode, we'll talk a little bit about women a little more and about some dating advice for, for the ladies out there. But I, men, in terms of this question of, of wooing and of loving a woman, what were the first words that Adam said to Eve in the garden? Bone of my bone and flesh of my flesh. Like, he spoke poetry. That was the first thing he ever said. <laughs> Those were the first words man ever spoke to woman. And you're over here thinking, well, maybe uh, she can drive us. And I'm like, Adam, because <laughs> he's wooing her, speaking poetry to her. I mean, oh my gosh. But even she was the that, only woman. He had to bring his A game. Okay. Like. <laughs> But it's not just that too. Like it gets before that. So Adam went to sleep and God took one of his ribs and went off somewhere and made Eve. And so Eve's first, when Eve was created, when Eve Eve first opened her eyes, she gazed upon God who was loving her. 
her first experience is being loved by another, by loved by God. And and so this, and men, you are called to gaze upon a woman, not in a creepy way, let's be clear. <laughs> but to gaze to love in that same way, um, in the same way that God did. And then, and then that is, and from that space, oh, bone of my bone, flesh of my flesh emerges. And so, and I think that is where we find where we find real romance. So I'll leave you all with that. I hope that meditation is helpful for you. And I hope some of this dating advice has been interesting at least. So, but we will catch you up in our part two of this when we look a little bit at the feminine side of the question. God also, bless you all. Quick shout out, sorry. <laughs> oh, we forgot, shout out. Oh, no. we forgot to shout out my brother. <laughs> They have been calling me Anna Rizzo, and that nickname was given to me by my brother, Billy. So, Billy, you asked for a shout-out. Here it is. You probably thought Billy, we Billy, why do you think I need to be a nun? I'm going <laughs> to <laughs> uh, call okay. you out. <laughs> as we get some feedback and comments, expect more <laughs> shout-outs. Hopefully, the Annas will remind me, because I am forgetful at times, but... Know that we are praying for you all listening. I, I put you all up in my rosary prayers every day for everyone who listens. And hopefully that list keeps growing. So God bless you all. Bye.